This is a Cato Special Podcast. I'm Caleb Brown. Treasury Secretary Henry Paulson is center stage in an effort to stabilize financial markets at a possible cost to taxpayers of $700 billion. But what led up to this crisis? Was it unchecked capitalism run amok? Government-sponsored enterprises that distorted markets? Bad rules designed by less-than-benevolent social planners? Or perhaps do we just not know as much as we thought we did about macroeconomics? William Niskanen, the chairman of the Cato Institute, comments. Well, uh, Secretary Paulson and uh, Chairman Bernanke clearly feared a collapse of the uh, financial system, apparently based upon data that uh, they were not trading with each other, they were not, uh, there was no flow of funds across institutions, all of which uh, they perceived Thursday night. And by by Saturday, they had decided that we needed a massive bailout, a uh, federal purchase of a lot of bad paper, mortgage mortgages and mortgage-backed securities. Now, they have not told us about what, the, uh, what it is that they saw uh, on Thursday, and that makes it a little difficult to evaluate whether the, whether the action they propose is either necessary or proper. I think we do have to be uh, careful about it. They are asking for basically a blank check for $700 billion, billion dollars to buy bad paper from the financial community, mostly mortgages and mortgage-backed securities. And I think that they will not be able to uh, target the purchases to particular kinds of institutions. They started off by saying that they would not purchase paper from foreign banks. But uh, they've changed that because they recognize that foreign banks can sell that paper, bad paper to American banks who then uh, would sell it to the Treasury. And it is yet clear, yet not clear whether they will buy paper from, from hedge funds. But my guess is that they will. So I think that they basically economically cannot constrain the purchase of this bad paper from, to particular sectors of the financial community. My bigger worry, in a way, though, is that um, what they have proposed is likely to explode on us uh, politically, is that it's a must-pass bill. Uh, Congress is very likely to add any number of things to that bill that uh, the the administration itself would not like um, to meet the particular demands of members of Congress, and that, uh, that can be quite dangerous. One thing I think that Congress will and should add to the administration proposal is an oversight body to give uh, a body that reports to Congress clear oversight over what the administration is up to. Because Congress, no more than you or I, is happy about giving the Secretary of the Treasury, uh, Mr. Paulson and his successor, a blank check on $700 billion. They want to know how how that money is being used. Now, I'm not clear that it was a necessary action because I don't understand the circumstances which led them to that proposal. It's also not ab- obvious that it is, was a, the best of all possible responses. Uh, our colleague Bill Poole has suggested another approach, and that will be published shortly. But uh, there was no discussion, apparently, of the approaches, the alternative approaches toward this problem. Whatever they saw on Thursday must have been pretty bad to engage in a a bailout where essentially moral hazard 
is not is simply not a concern. Well, I think that's true. Uh, now, it's important to recognize that Ben Bernanke's uh, scholarly focus over his profession has been the Great Depression, and he would he would go out of his way to assure that that didn't happen again on his watch. And he is more sensitive to the kind of signals that uh, that are in the market that might be consistent with what happened in the early stages of the Great Depression. Some economists, Paul Krugman among them, have uh, suggested that in lieu of buying bad assets at prices no one uh, would want to pay, what uh, the federal government should be doing is instead loaning money to banks again at penalty rates and acquiring uh, massive shares of ownership in these institutions. That doesn't seem a very uh, tasty prospect uh, either. One used to call that socialism, but in fact that's what the federal federal government has done with respect to Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. They have allowed allowed the equity value of those two firms to disappear and they fired, and they took over the firms, and and uh, they at the moment they own them entirely. The bigger question with respect to Fannie, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac is not what they have done so far, but what they're going to do in the future. Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac should be dissolved, should be privatized or completely liquidated, because it is a it is a uh, false uh, business model where the profits are privatized and all the losses are, are socialized. And they use that plus their uh, promise of treasury support to grow at a very fast rate and to um, be careless about what they were investing in. There is a narrative about how this came about dealing with securitization. That is, somebody gets paid to securitize, somebody then uh, buys a chunk of this homogenous asset. Was the securitization, this is something that Paul Volcker had warned about uh, years earlier, is, is there a case to be made against the securitization of these well, types I of assets? That, that is a major problem and particularly a problem when they allowed the securitization of subprime mortgages. Uh, the problem in the securitization process is that nobody uh, really understands the risk of the packages that are put together. The person who makes the, the the mortgage doesn't hold it. He puts it in a package with uh, with other mortgages, and the ultimate buyers of these mortgage-backed securities are entirely dependent upon the rulings or the judgment of these credit rating agencies about the risk of these packages, and their record is particularly bad. Now, these are very complex packages, and there is some reason to believe that risk in one of these packages is a function of what else is happening in the economy at the moment. But in any case, uh, banks around the world bought these uh, mortgage-backed securities, and the, um, the, the Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac jumped into that market at a, at a fast rate once the, uh, uh, once the market for, for uh, securitized mortgages of subprime loans was allowed. That was just in 2005. Yes. Now, that is, that is a problem. Uh, securitization does potentially reduce the interest rate on mortgages. But the problem about that whole process is that the people who ultimately own, own those mortgages have little or no sense of what, the, of what the risk is on those packages. There is, a, there is another storyline that, that has been brought out here that is essentially, well, capitalism 
you had a good run. Yes. Well, unfortunately, that story was told by uh, John McCain, among others. And uh, greed has been with us for as long as we've had uh, any economy at all. And uh, what is new is the conditions under which they exercise this greed. And by and large, those conditions were largely created by the government. Uh, the, the Community Reinvestment Act uh, sponsored the subprime loans. And the Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac uh, had, this, uh, had a subsidized credit line uh, to the federal government. And the Federal Reserve in the period from 2002 to 2005 maintained far too low an interest rate. And that's what transformed a general demand bubble uh, into a, um, a bubble specific to the housing market. So the government bears a lot of responsibility for what happened. Uh, there is, a, I think, a good bit of, of, uh, of questioning uh, about the private firms as well that is appropriate. And I think the primary action that they took that it was inappropriate is that they allowed their capital ratios to decline to very dangerous levels, or they allowed their leverage ratios to increase to very dangerous levels. Now, that makes it possible to make a lot of money over little differences in yield when conditions are good, but it also makes it possible for them to lose money very fast uh, when, their con when conditions are weak. The, uh, the uh, capital ratios on, on some of the investment banking houses and on Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac were in the 2 to 3% range, uh, backed by, by uh, a lot of uh, paper that uh, was declining at a 10 or 20% a year range. <laughs> William Niskanen is the chairman of the Cato Institute. You can read more on bailouts and financial crises at Cato.org.